Hey, good morning. It's June 1st. It's a new month. It's Friday. And I have a quote of the day from Marilyn Monroe. Today is her birthday. She was born June 1st, 1926, and she passed August 5th, 1962. She was an American actress. And the quote is this. Hollywood is a place where they'll pay you $1,000 for a kiss and 50 cents for your soul. And that's your quote of the day. And here are today's horoscopes from the New York Post and Sally Brompton for June 1st. Aquarius, Mars in your sign links nicely with the mind planet Mercury today, making it easy to take your ideas and turn them into something physical. This is one of the best times of the year for creative activities, so... Let the artist inside you rise to the surface. Pisces, be nice to people because you want to be nice, not because you think you may get something out of it. Maybe you will in the fullness of time, but that must not be your motivation. Treat everyone, even strangers, like family today. Aries, you have every right and every reason to enjoy life, and anyone who tries to tell you otherwise is not to be trusted. Today's Mars-Mercury link will make it easy for you to go out into the world and have some fun. So, what are you waiting for? Taurus, by all means, do what you can for other people today, but make sure you are not being taken advantage of by those who cannot be bothered to make any kind of effort for themselves. Helping others does not mean that you have to let them use you. Gemini, you know what you want and you know how to get it. And with Mars so strong in your chart at the moment, nothing and no one can stand in your way, which won't stop them trying, of course, but it's highly unlikely they will succeed. Cancer, if you believe that someone has been taking advantage of your kindness and generosity, then you must confront them. You may not want to cause a scene, but if you let things carry on as they are, you will be the one that ultimately suffers. Leo, yes, of course, you have strong opinions about certain subjects, and yes, of course, you are entitled to give voice to them. Just be careful that in your rush to assert the truth. You, you see it that you don't make powerful enemies or do you not care? Virgo, seek out situations that enable you to prove your courage and commitment. Too often in the past you have been too reserved, too passive. Now you must go to the other extreme and show you have both the guts and the intelligence to be a leader. Libra, good news of one sort and another will come your way over the next few days. Most likely it will be the kind of news that inspires you to try something new. Something that takes you in a new direction. So feel good about your life and feel good about yourself. Scorpio, someone you never thought would take an interest in what you're doing will be all over you today asking questions and admiring your handiwork. It's flattering, of course, but don't let their praise go to your head. Hard work is still the key to success. 
Sagittarius, the more you try to push things through to a quick conclusion, the more you will find there are obstacles in your path that cannot be moved by you alone. Today's Mars-Mercury link will help you to persuade friends and family to assist you. Capricorn, what is your motivation for doing what you are doing? If you are driven mostly by self-interest, then you may be disappointed by what happens or does not happen over the next 24 hours. How can you expand your plans to include other people too? And these are your horoscopes for June 1st. If today is your birthday on June 1st, yours is one of the best birthdays of 2018 with mind planet Mercury, relationship planets Venus and Mars, and luck planet Jupiter all working in your favor. Each new day will bring opportunities to love, laugh, and learn. Take advantage of them all. You are a true artist at heart. You see the world around you in a unique way which endears you to others. You are thoughtful and curious, at times moody, and at other times inspired. You can also vacillate between great practicality and idealism. You might find that following the dictates of your head, which is often your choice, gets you into more trouble than following your heart. Trusting your intuition is the challenge. Famous people born today include Marilyn Monroe, Morgan Freeman, Heidi Klum, Andy Griffith, Pat Boone, Ron Wood, Brigham Young. Happy birthday, Gemini. June 1st, Today in Rock. 1956, Doris Day signed a five-year recording contract with Columbia Records worth $1 million. By late June, whatever will be, will be, K. Sarah Sarah, entered the U.S. charts and eventually climbed to number two for a three-week stay. In 1957, Sam Cooke records, You Send Me, at Radio Recorders Studio in L.A. The song will rise to the top of the U.S. chart next December, become the first of Cooke's 29 Billboard Top 40 hits. Song reaches tw number 29 in the UK. 1959, The Battle of New Orleans by Johnny Horton hits the top of both the country and pop charts in the US, where it will stay for an amazing two months straight. Song was originally a poem written by a high school teacher, James Morris, in 1936, which he put to music of an old fiddle tune known as the 8th of January. Horton's version would become one of the largest selling records of the year and later won a Grammy Award. The first edition of Jukebox Jury airs on the BBC in Britain. The show's host, David Jacobs, led a revolving panel of guests in critiquing the week's top record releases. Although the songs were never played in their entirety, the four judges gave a verdict on whether each would be a hit or a miss. The show was eventually canceled in 1967 due to falling ratings. 1961, FM Stereo was heard for the first time by listeners in Schenectady, New York, L.A., and Chicago. The FCC would adopt the standard a year later. In 1963, 
Four weeks after it entered the Billboard chart, 17-year-old Leslie Gore's It's My Party hit the number one spot. It was a song that was chosen for her by Quincy Jones, then a staff producer for Mercury Records, who had seen Leslie sing for the first time just a few weeks earlier. 1968, Simon and Garfunkel reached the top of the U.S. charts with Mrs. Robinson, which was featured in the soundtrack of the film The Graduate, starring Dustin Hoffman and Anne Bancroft. The song went on to win a Grammy Award for Best Contemporary Pop Performance by a Vocal Duo or Group. And that same year, 24-year-old Merrily Rush enters the Billboard Top 40 for the first and only time with Angel of the Morning, which will reach number seven. Juice Newton re-recorded that song in 1981 and took it to number four. The song was written by Chip Taylor, James Wesley Voigt, the youngest brother of the actor John Voigt, and uncle of actress Angelina Jolie. 1971, Elvis Presley's birthplace, a two-room house in Tupelo, Mississippi, was opened to the public. That same year, Gladys Knight is the last musical guest to appear on The Ed Sullivan Show, which was canceled the next day after 23 years on the air. It was TV's longest-running variety show and was a springboard for nearly every major music act in the 60s. Sullivan was so angry about the cancellation that he refused to do a final show, although he would return for several TV specials and a 25th anniversary show in 1973. 1973, Robert Wyatt, drummer for the British progressive rock band Soft Machine, fell out of a fourth-story apartment window and broke his spine, leaving him paralyzed from the waist down. Without the use of his legs, he would continue with the band by concentrating on singing and playing keyboards. 1975 guitarist Ron Wood joins the Rolling Stones on tour for the first time, replacing Mick Taylor as the Stones kick off their latest tour of the U.S. in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. 1977, 28-year-old Long Island native Billy Joel wraps up a four-month tour of the U.S. by appearing at Carnegie Hall in New York. 1984, Nate Nelson, lead singer of the doo-wop group The Flamingos, died at the age of 52. He was with the group when they recorded their biggest hit, I Only Have Eyes For You, in 1959. 1987, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is released in CD format in the UK, where it will rise to number three 20 years after it was first issued. 1991, 50-year-old David Ruffin, formerly of The Temptations, died of an overdose of crack cocaine. Ruffin sang lead vocal on some of The Temps' biggest hits, My Girl and Ain't Too Proud to Beg. As a solo artist, he had hits with My Whole World Ended the Moment You Left Me and Walk Away from Love, as well as The Way You Do the Things You Do, My Girl Medley with Hall & Oates. 1996, Alan Blakely, rhythm guitar player for the Tremolos, who scored a pair of 1967 hits in North America, Here Comes My Baby and Silence is Golden, died of cancer at the age of 54. 
1997, reissued to mark the 40th anniversary of its release, the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band re-entered the UK album chart at number 47. To this date, the album spent a total of 201 weeks on the UK charts. That same year, Bob Dylan is discharged from hospital after being treated for histoplasmosis, a potential life-threatening fungal infection that causes swelling of the sac surrounding the heart. Dylan was quoted as saying, I'm just glad to be feeling better. I really thought I'd be seeing Elvis soon. 1999, Napster, the file-sharing program invented by 18-year-old Northeastern University dropout Sean Fanning, becomes available on the Internet. 2005, Closing Arguments and Rebuttals and the Michael Jackson Child Molestation Trial came to an end. And in 2011, the British recorded music industry, BPI, announced that digital songs and music videos containing explicit lyrics will now be marked with parental guidance logos or the word explicit. And this was your day in rock for June 1st. So what did the ocean say to the shore? Nothing. It just waved. So this has been a pretty volatile week in the news um, and a lot of debating going on with many things, such as, of course, Roseanne's tweet and firing. Uh, we also now have something that Samantha B said and the blowback on that. We had an incident where an officer was pretty much seen assaulting a girl, an unarmed girl who was not drunk on a beach um, in Wildwood, New Jersey. That wasn't really uh, a great video that went around. Um, and what else? There's just like a ton of stuff that just seemed to be, even locally here, just seemed to be really negative things coming out. So, I thought instead of commenting on all of that stuff, maybe I would look at 10 ways to untwist your thinking. And so I found this and I'm going to share it with you. And these are 10 ways to untwist your thinking written by David Burns, an MD. And this is from the Feeling Good Handbook. Number one, counter the distortion. Write down ne your negative thoughts so you can see which of the cognitive distortions you're involved in. This will make it easier to think about the problem in a more positive and realistic way. Number two, examine the evidence. Instead of assuming your, that your negative thought is true, examine the actual evidence for it. For example, if you feel that you never do anything right, you could list several things you've done successfully. Number three, the double standard method. Instead of putting yourself down in a harsh, condemning way, talk to yourself in the same compassionate way you would talk to a friend with a similar problem. Four, the experimental technique. Do an experiment to test the validity of your negative thoughts. For example, 
If during an episode of panic you become terrified that you're about to die of a heart attack, you could jog or run up and down several flights of stairs. This will prove that your heart is healthy and strong. Number five, thinking in shades of gray. Although this method might sound drab, the efforts can be illuminating. Instead of thinking about your problems in all or nothing extremes, evaluate things on a range from one to 100. When things don't work out as well as you hoped, think about the experience as a partial success rather than a complete failure. See what you can learn from the situation. Number six, the survey method. Ask people questions to find out if your thoughts and attitudes are realistic. For example, if you believe that public speaking anxiety is abnormal and shameful, ask several friends if they ever felt nervous before they gave a talk. Number seven, define terms. When you label yourself inferior or a fool or a loser, ask, what is the definition of a fool? You will feel better when you see that there is no such thing as a fool or a loser. Eight, the semantic method. Simply substitute language that is less colorful and emotionally loaded. This method is helpful for should statements. Instead of telling yourself, I shouldn't have made that mistake, you can say, it would be better if I hadn't made that mistake. Nine, reattribution. Instead of automatically assuming that you are bad and blaming yourself entirely for a problem, think about the many factors that may have contributed to it. Focus on solving the problem instead of using up all your energy, blaming yourself and feeling guilty. 10. Cost-Benefit Analysis List the advantages and disadvantages of a feeling, like getting angry when your plane is late, a negative thought, like no matter how hard I try, I always screw up. Or a behavior pattern, like overeating and lying around in bed when you're depressed. You can also use the cost-benefit analysis to modify a self-defeating belief, such as, I must always try to be perfect. So, basically, I think these are applicable to yourself and the world at large around you. And when you see... The world is making mistakes. I think we have to remember that there are mistakes and there are good things occurring simultaneously all the time. Sometimes we have media that brings the mistakes and uh, negative events to the forefront, but then it's up to us to look around and see the positive things that are happening as well. So our overview does not become despairing and depressed because I find that looking outward to the world through the eyes of the media can really get you in a negative place and maybe start believing that the world is just so very, very dark. There are dark parts of this world. There are dark things that are happening, but at the same time, there are very good things that are happening all over the world and we don't hear about them we just don't hear about them so look for the good all weekend look for the good in yourself and others and uh, we'll start again on Monday okay peace